Buenos dias from the Springs. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 30th of June 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. News of the Supreme Court of the United States overturning the federal right to abortion made waves in Argentina. On Monday the 27th, women marched to the American Embassy in Buenos Aires to repudiate the attack against reproductive rights. In Argentina, abortion was legalized in December 2020, and soon after, other Latin American nations, like Colombia and Mexico, followed suit. The iconic green handkerchiefs, which became a symbol of the struggle, were adopted at an international level. Speaking of repudiating, President Fernandez condemned Russia's invasion of the Ukraine at the G7 Leaders Summit in Germany this week. Among other things, he said the war is a tragedy whose ripple effect continues to damage the health and education of humanity. He also took the opportunity to call the G7 leaders to create a new international order where efforts are balanced and advantages are distributed with equity. On the sidelines of the G7 summit, Fernandez also met with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. The Argentine president brought up the issue of the Malvinas Islands and asked Britain to sit down and negotiate. Johnson, however, tried to close the discussion by assuring that the issue had been resolved 40 years ago. A few days earlier, Foreign Minister Santiago Cafiero had addressed the topic in a United Nations Decolonization Committee in New York, saying that while the Malvinas Islands were a matter of domination, speculation, and opportunism for the UK, it was a matter of sovereignty, justice, and grief for the fallen in Argentina. Speaking of the Malvinas Islands, Deputy Javier Millet praised the former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher for her determination in setting out to win the South Atlantic War. Even though he upheld the legitimacy of the Argentine claim to the islands, he said he identified with the Iron Lady. Needless to say, it was a controversial statement, but so is anything Malay is saying these days. He's been making headlines for supporting organ sales and unrestricted gun possession. On that note about making headlines, the tragic fire in Recoleta received lots of media coverage last week. Five members of the Jewish Jabaz family, which is well known within their community, perished from the fire. On top of that, 35 people had to be rushed to the hospital for inhaling toxic quantities of carbon monoxide. As for the cause, the firefighters' preliminary reports indicate that the lithium batteries of a scooter found at the entrance could have started the fire with a sudden exothermic reaction. Unfortunately, death by carbon monoxide inhalation increases significantly during the winter, as it's hard to tell when there's a gas link. To be safe, it's good to keep a window open, check your gas appliances, with a registered gas fitter once a year and consider installing a carbon monoxide detector. In other news, the so-called blue dollar continues to rise. It's quoted at 240 in the parallel market and country risk is soaring proportionally. The rises come in a climate of high financial tension after the central bank tightened the exchange restrictions on companies to curb the drain on its reserves. In light of this, the national ministers were called to meet at Casa Rosada, 
on Tuesday the 28th, although it's not clear if they made any important decisions. Another reason why the prices skyrocketed in the parallel market has to do with speculations around the mid-year bonus, or aguinaldo. With lots of people getting some extra money this month, they will turn to the dollar as a safeguard against inflation. The other topic of conversation dominating the political agenda is the diesel crisis, which is currently affecting 23 districts. To face the shortage, Argentina's oil company, Ipefe, is looking to buy diesel on the spot market with 850,000 barrels already confirmed for delivery in July and August. Meanwhile, the Federal Administration of Public Revenue seems to be hungry for, well, revenue. Not only did the AFI sue the e-commerce company Mercado Libre for alleged tax evasion, but it's also trying to collect more than 800 million pesos in debt through embargoes on virtual wallets. Regarding the Mercado Libre case, the company imported some 400,000 payment terminals between 2019 and 2021, and according to the AFI, they owe some $7 million in taxes for that operation. The company signed the judicial notification in disagreement. Now, the AFI must present the case before the justice, and if that's accepted, Mercado Libre could pay up to five times the amount it allegedly owes. Now what's going on with the virtual wallets is that the justice approved the embargoes of digital assets of people who have unpaid liabilities. Digital wallets were only incorporated last February as a type of asset that could be embargoed if needed. Speaking of digital, Buenos Aires City launched a free full-stack programming course through its learning program, Kodo a Kodo. The course lasts 20 weeks, and if you're looking to break into the tech industry, which is in need of more talent, this may be a good opportunity. The only requirements are being over 18 years old, having a high school degree, and a basic knowledge of the English language. Applications are now open and will remain so until the 15th of July. More than 50,000 applicants have already signed up. You can find the link to the online course in our show notes. On that note about government initiatives, the third edition of Prebiaje program has been confirmed. While it won't be officially launched until early July, on Wednesday the 29th, the Ministry of Tourism drew the guidelines of this program, which aims to incentivize local tourism by offering a cash back of 50% of all related expenses. Those who want to apply for the benefits of the Previaje 2022 program must have a unique tax identification key, or CUIT, and or a unique labor identification code, or CUIL. For this third edition, the goal is to incentivize off-season travel which is why the program will most likely offer cash back for those traveling after mid-August. Want to know more? Check out the show notes for the link to the Previaje official website. For those of you living in Capital Federal and thinking of moving to other parts of the country, it may be the right time to do so. A new study revealed that while rental prices continue to rise throughout the country, citizens outside of Caba pay about 30,000 pesos, 
about $140 less for the same type of property. According to the study, the city of Posadas in the Misiones province is the cheapest, with an average rent for a two-bedroom apartment currently about 25,000 pesos, around $110. Since we're already on the topic of real estate, we might as well wrap up with some interesting news in the construction business. An Argentine architect created a new type of brick made out of fungi, mycelium, sawdust, and barley waste from the craft beer production factories in her hometown, Mar del Plata, drawing from the existing research on more organic alternatives to concrete, Juliana Larehu set out to develop her own version of the mushroom brick and succeeded. The bricks are biodegradable, fireproof, and can support more than 400 kilos of weight, which means it has enormous potential for the construction and design industries. That's it for this week. Before we leave, we wanted to ask you, would you prefer to have a section in our updates about Argentina's best films or Argentina's best series? Let us know at argentina at rorschach.com. Nos vemos la próxima semana. 